Hey, how's it going, Carter? Hey, Ty. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for taking some time to hop on this podcast, uh, The Guys Like Us. This is episode number one. Yeah, happy to be here, Ty. Have, honored to be here. Awesome, awesome. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Carter and I started a virtual Bible study uh, in the summer of 2016, where a few a few guys would connect and have the opportunity to 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 chat and discuss um, the Bible and deep dive in, in, into different passages in the Bible as well. And just recently. I ran this idea past Carter, and, and he was um, completely on board of having a podcast where we would connect with like-minded people who were interested in learning more uh, about about God and about Jesus and what it means to be a true disciple in Christ. So um, in honor of the first episode, um, I just want to welcome Carter um, and also welcome our audience as well. Um, so before we get started, I'd like to open up in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing Carter and I together today to talk and share experiences in how you've been working in our lives and how you will continue to work um, in the lives of people around us and and share and share your word and your story. I'm excited today to hear about Carter and his experiences and what he's been doing the past few years and and also how he's seen his faith grow uh, year year after year um, as well. Amen. All right, Carter. Um, so I, I guess just to get started, um, can you tell me a bit more about, about yourself, your background, and when you first got interested in, in, in God and, and, and into your faith? Yeah, so um, I am 23. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, um, where I currently live. I uh, went to school uh, out in Boston at Stonehill College, and uh, as far as my faith goes, um, you know, I'd always been uh, uh, really into um, basketball growing up. That was kind of uh, what I lived for, um, spent all my time doing that, um, and I guess I always kind of questioned the importance of it. Um, and kind of was always wondering, like, is there more than just, you know, playing this game or more than, like, kind of the the generic, like, you know, what is life all about questions, uh, especially into my, the start of my high school career. And then, um, so I was always kind of, you know, having those thoughts and trying to think bigger than, than what I was just seeing and doing on a day-to-day basis. And um, there were a couple deaths uh, from people that were pretty close to me that kind of drew me away from my faith uh and started you know I had questions that I didn't see an answer to as far as why things happened a certain way and you know why this person had to go and things like that and so I kind of pushed it to the side for a while um and it really wasn't until my senior year of high school that um I really really started diving into my faith and uh that was mainly just because, um, you know, I put so much into basketball and, you know, it was at a point where I was trying to decide um, where the next step in my life was going to be and where I was going to go to college. 
and had these aspirations and had these dreams uh, that maybe weren't turning out the way I expected them to or had hoped them to and kind of just came back to the whole thing like is this really you know everything I'm making it out to be as far as basketball and um, you know is there kind of more to life more to me as a person than just this game and so that's when I really started attending church and um, you know talking to different people about it and, and kind of diving in oh wow that, that, that's awesome um, I think w- yeah one thing that stuck out to me is y- you stepped away from faith that and just st- stepped away from uh, religion and just that lifestyle um, kind of what 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 really brought you back I, I feel like a lot of people are have you know been in the church or have had the opportunity to get into faith um but maybe for a variety of reasons i think myself included i i was never really attached to what what it actually meant um and really why you know why i was why i was praying or why i was attending church um do you have you know is there can you kind of pinpoint some some things in your life that really brought you back kind of in your senior year of high school yeah, I think one of the biggest things that might not have been a single moment was just I kind of felt kind of empty inside at times, you know, mm. um, which I think I my whole life was expecting either other people or this game to kind of fill that, uh, that worth inside yeah. of me. Um, and I was realizing that it really wasn't filling me up like I felt um, it should. And so... Um, you know, I started just uh, just going to church. Started um, had some people in my life that were very strong in their faith, and um, you know they would bounce ideas off me. And you know, I started asking questions and stuff like that. Um, and then it just kind of like, as far as I'm concerned, God kind of like showed Himself to me. You know, each week at church, I'd leave you know feeling like you know I had you know a great time and, and a great experience there. And so it just kind of slowly but surely kept bringing me back and, um, you know, causing me to kind of draw closer and closer in to, to God. Absolutely. Thank you um, for uh, providing my, that, the detail. And, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I feel the same way. So Carter and I, um, in college, Carter led Athletes Bible Study. So this, is, this was my pivotal moment in because um, having faith in Christianity become much more of a habitual um, and constant um, constant thing in my life and Carter had the Carter led Bible study uh, was it your junior and senior year is that correct junior, yep. junior and senior year um, so I, I just kind of want I want to talk about you know a few questions on on th- this athlete's Bible study um, what what made you want to get want to, want to have an athletes bible study on campus or you know and, and lead athletes bible study after it had been started by one of our friends a few years back yeah so um our good friend mickey uh was the one that started it and he was a senior when i was a freshman and we got uh we were really close he was a great um kind of uh brother in in faith as, as you might call it uh for me and i would bounce ideas off him all the time and you know, he really helped in my personal growth. And so um, after he left, a, a, a great girl named Lizzie took it over and um, did a great job with it. And, you know, I, I had always kind of really enjoyed going to it and just kind of saw, 
you know, a gap where, you know, they weren't sure who was going to take over. And uh, I know Mickey had talked to me about it. And uh, Lizzie just kind of said, like, you know, if you want to lead it, that's great. If not, like, you know, um, they'll just be the, there's also like a main uh, Bible study on campus that wasn't athlete specific. And so um, it was, it was kind of just going to kind of die out. Um, And, uh, you know, I was super nervous about um, starting it. Didn't think I was qualified or knew enough. Uh, I remember that summer going in, I was like, all right, if I'm going to start this, I need to read the Bible cover to cover. <laughs> and still haven't gotten cover to cover on it. But uh, um, that was that was how I felt. And I, um, from you know the day I started it to the day um, you know I handed handed it over to someone else and uh, uh, a person that was really pivotal in helping me get it started was Cass Squeary, who was a, a student at Stonehill, and she kind of just challenged me, like, hey, are we going to do this or not? Like, is this going to happen or not? And that kind of um, kind of just pushed me through those nerves and the, that uncertainty to kind of just um, put my feet down and do it. And it was something that I felt like um, I was I was called to do. There was an opportunity to do it um, that was placed in front of me, and I felt like, you know, if I wanted to, to be faithful with it, um, you know, it was the right thing for me to do to kind of go for it. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and there's, there's so much value in that too. And, you know, I, oftentimes we, you know, you're called to do something and, and you have no idea who it can affect. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, oftentimes it'll, you know, affect me and then it'll just keep kind of spiraling. It'll spiral out and, and really create that ripple effect. And I think that's, that, that's the great thing about, about, um, about Christ and just about, about faith as well. And, and the Holy spirit is just, it keeps multiplying. And I, I, I just find that so fascinating. Um, you know, I've seen that in my life, um, through you, um, and you know, other guys that we've, that we've chatted with in Bible study too, and the people that they've, they've touched, um, but you know, yeah, you know, when you told me this, you know, when something's tugging on your heart, you know, and you're kind of, you're called to do something, then there's so there's a, there's a lot in that, and it definitely sounds like you you sought out and you know and asked for you know for what's next in your life, um, and you know God led you to to lead this Bible study, um, and like you know. Personal personal opinion, you did an awesome job. So, um, and, and I'm sure a lot of people are happy with uh, with, with with just having this time too, um, and, and being able to communicate with, with other folks, which Absolutely. was awesome. And I think I think the cool thing about it, Ty, too, is um, you know I never felt ready or that I knew enough or was qualified enough. But that's the beautiful thing about God and about Jesus is like. He'll use you to get his glory, like whether you like it or not. Um, and uh, so he he placed the opportunity in, in front of me and provided like a great, great uh, group of people around me that would attend and, um, you know, make it what it was. And uh, and then he just kind of would work, work through each person in that study mm-hmm. to kind of grow off each other. And uh, I, always, I always would say like it was no one person in there not me not anyone else in there that was you know the sole um you know reason why people enjoyed it or that people 
grew from it. It was just simply like God was, it was, it was a platform and an area that, um, God used to just tug on different people's hearts. And, um, I felt, I just always thought it was crazy and cool about how, you know, he can use me and anyone else just to, to do that. So it, it was, it was, it was a great time. I enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. You're completely right. I think, you know, God uses, uses us and uses anyone at any stage in life. Um, I think oftentimes we have to feel like there's the right moment to, to try something or like the, you know, the right time to, to enter into something. But, um, oftentimes, you know, he'll call you to do something and, you know, something, something's been nudging you and you just gotta, just gotta go ahead and do it and jump in. Um, so that's, that's awesome. Do you, do you feel like taking this leap and and leading and facilitating a discussion? You know, obviously there's everybody was involved and everybody was 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 part of the, the team. But do you think that this helped you in your personal uh, personal growth and relationship with Christ? Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, first off, just with you know. Um, kind of the uh the faith and the courage uh really week by week for me to like you know be sitting down to you know plan out what the study was going to be about and then actually you know to be leading it minute by minute like it took faith steps through like those many faith steps you know all the way through for me to just have the courage to you know believe that you know one, people were going to come, two, that, you know, God would show up and, mm. and use me and use other people in that room, like, that That took a, a huge amount of, um, you know, faith from me and just kind of, kind of made me stretch myself a little bit, and uh, I think that might have been one of the, the ways I grew the most was just like, hey, it's another night and I'm really nervous and, you know, I don't know how this is going to go completely or know if people are going to respond to this but you know can i take that leap and take that step and be like hey god will show up he is here he will speak to people and so just it it was constantly just a a test for me to kind of trust god each week um which i think helped me a ton and then beyond that uh like the discussions that you know people of faith who were in that room with me um that would throw ideas at me and and make me think a certain way and and cause me to grow just based on you know their experiences their questions or their uh comments and so that's what i thought was really cool about it not only did um i feel like i was being used to kind of help others i felt like i was you know one of the ones that was receiving the most out of it in terms of you know having to trust god every week and then also just being able to grow off these other great people that were in the room with me. So I a hundred percent thought, you know, week by week I was, I was growing in, in my faith. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned once you, once you put that trust in God and, and letting him almost lead the discussion, right? You had to take these, these, you know, small steps that accumulate into these giant leaps. Um, but, and it, you know, I, I found that you know, you mentioned to me when when you, when you were playing basketball in your senior year, um, in those final, you know, probably the whole season, but I, I distinctly remember that those final few games. You just said, 
um, you know, Lord, just, you know, everything, everything from here on out is for, you know, is, you know, is for you. And it's, I'm going to let you lead and, and let you, and let you work in me. Um, was that, you know, I, I'm trying to think, would you, would you recommend that we, you know, we, we just try and like live in the moment and, and really have, have that faith, you know, in, in all, in all, you know, in all times, I, you know, I know it's hard sometimes to, to do it outside of, outside of your gifts or outside of playing basketball, but do you, you know, do you try and live as much as you can in that moment? Yeah, 100%. I think, uh, you know, I think that's one of the great things faith has taught me is, uh, to sort of live in the moment. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, um, from what I've experienced, I think that's, you know, when you get the most out of your life and as far as enjoyment and just growth and that's how you get the most out of God. I think You, you can't be, um, you know, it can't be, you know, God is this, you know, this being off in the distance that comes and goes. Um, when you really get to that, you know, he's with me in each moment and he's in with me in this moment as I'm talking to you, Ty, and he's with mm-hmm. me, you know, as I go about my day, each day in the week, you know, it's not just like this Sunday relationship mm-hmm. um, or this Bible study relationship. When you, I think when you get to that, whether it's with your sport or your, your work or, you know, anything you're passionate about, anything that's a big part of your life. Um, I think one, that's what God intends. He, he doesn't want to be closed out. He doesn't want to be boxed into, you know, a certain part of your life. And, um, you know, he can only impact or, um, understand certain part of, parts of your life. I don't think that's how he, how he thinks and how he designed, um, for it to be as far as our relationship with him. And then, uh, you know, also I think just it's, it's a way for you to, get the fullness and the, um, you know, I want to say the most out of whatever you're doing. Um, so I always, the way I would always try to look at basketball is something that, um, I, you know, I'd say, why would God, am I, am I playing basketball and honoring God with it? And the way I used to think about it is, you know, all right, why would God create basketball? Why did he create basketball? Why did he create this passion for it in my heart? And it wasn't for me to, you know, be in, you know, Stonehill's newspaper or for, you know, for people to tell me how great I was walking to class or anything like that or for me to be better than someone else. Um, I think the reason he created it and put a passion for it in me was, one, to enjoy it. He's giving me something I really love that, you know, honors him by how much I love it. And then also it's a way for me to connect with him in terms of the, the ups and downs of it, um, you know, the questions I have with it, the struggles I have with it, things like that. So, um, and, you know, bringing that into any other aspect of your life, it, you know, can be the same. There's, whether it's with your job, like I think God has a purpose for it, a purpose for how he wants you to do it and how, you know, he wants you to do it with him as far as how your relationship can grow with him with that. So, um, you know, I, it's, it's a daily challenge for me, um, to try to live in the moment and, and be in that moment with God and, and, uh, be in that moment with kind of the right motives, almost, um, Christ-like motives in terms of, you know, with my work, am I going to just, you know, see how much money I can make or am I going to, you know, do the best I can with what God has provided me, uh, to, um, like spread love in, with those that are around me in this time in my life. 
Um, you know, who can I serve? Who can I touch? Um, how can I grow in my own relationship with Christ at work? Hmm. Things like that, I think, um, are all moment-based things that, you know, if you're thinking, you know, hey, I'm just working to get to the weekend or I'm working to get the vacation, um, you'll miss out on that stuff and I think miss out on what God has planned for you in that moment. And so um, I absolutely think that's that, that's something to strive for in every aspect of your life to kind of be in that moment with God. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you know, I, um, spending time with, with a lot of these folks and, you know, in our athletes Bible study, um, there was people who I, I think it was really important because people coming from a lot of different backgrounds and different experiences. Um, and this was such a unique platform because athletes face different different challenges than a lot of other people on campus um, in different groups. Um, what do you think, you know, some of the challenges were for, for a lot of people that, that were at Bible study and for athletes in general? Um, and where do you think, where do you think it's, you know, it's, it's even more important that, that we, that we spend time and, um, with, with Christ and, and developing that relationship? Yeah, I think one of the things athletes, um, you know, can struggle with the most is sort of, you know, your worth comes from how you perform or how good you are at your sport. You know, if you're the best player on the team, you know, you feel better about yourself. You feel more worthy than, you know, the guy at the end of the bench. And so, um, but the thing about life and the thing about, oh, sorry about that, Ty. Um, the thing about life and the thing about sports is that you're, you know, you're never always on top. You're never, you're never always the best guy. You know, you know there's, there's ups and downs, you know, it's not this just, you know, perfect, um, seasons are never perfect and, you know, um, even performances, you know, you're not always going to be on this, you know, high of, you know, I'm the best and I feel awesome about myself. And so I think we're athletes, especially collegiate athletes, um, you know, they've probably been the best athlete at their high school or the best athlete on their team for years and years. And, uh, you know, you get to college athletics, which is, a, you know, a big step up. And, you know, you might have a night where you're not the best player on the field or you're not the best player on the court and, or you have a bad night. And, you know, how do you feel about yourself and um, kind of your life when that happens? You know, do you feel worthless and hopeless and like your world's coming to an end? Um, you know, when you don't win or reach the goals you had, how do you feel about that? Um, and so I think that's one thing athletes can can struggle with the most is just kind of that that idol of being the best. And it's, it's kind of an egotistical kind of idol where, you know, I'm the best and, you know, I'm, you know, so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of, not, not that all athletes are like that, but I think that can, that can creep in a little bit as far as, you know, why you play the game and, um, you know, what you're trying to do when you are playing. And um, you always want to win and, you know, be the best you can be. But it's not it's not a god. It's not something, you know, you should be worshiping. And I think that's something that um, is really hard as an athlete to not worship that success and worship, mm-hmm. um, almost worship that, that success. And so um, I think it's... I think that's what made, and then along with that, you know, you have the, 
you know, the times when, you know, you're not playing as much as you want or, um, you know, you're not performing like you want to or you're losing or anything, any number of things. And the great thing about the Athletes Bible Study was it was people that could be experiencing the same things on different teams um, but going through very similar struggles and have a platform to say, you know, what would Jesus say about that? What would Jesus say to us in this moment? Um, and that's why I think it was it was great for athletes just in the sense of, you know, hey, let's take a step back from just the scoreboard and wins and losses and really mm-hmm. see what we're doing here with our lives. Um, because, you know, athletes, you put so much into it and have such a passion for what you're doing, it, it can seem like it's the only thing in the world. So I think that's why it was really great with athletes, which is it was uh, pivotal in everyone's life and something everyone could relate to. Yes, absolutely. Um, that, 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 that definitely resonates with me. And I, I remember, you know, junior, senior year, um, taught, thinking about, you know, you know, I'll, I'll, even if I have a really good, great performance, I, I really, I tend to think that, well, this is my hard work. This is all my effort. And this is everything that I've done. And this is ultimately, this is what I deserve. And that was coming back, like looking back to think on it, that was, that was selfish, you know, and it's, it's tough to, you know, and, and we all go, we all go through it and we all, you know, we've all been there um, and people are, you know, I, I'm still going through that now. Um, but it was good to know, I think, to really sh- reshift your purpose and your intentions to, to, to God and what he's given to you. And then just using, using, you know, your basketball, you know, your basketball abilities, your soccer abilities, your football abilities, whatever sport it may be to, to glorify him. Um, and, and to show, hey, like th- this is what this is what God can do for you, and I think that was just a microcosm um, of, of of all the great things that that, that are to be. Yeah, so. absolutely. I, and I, I think I think so I, uh, the two things I thought when you were talking was one, um, you know, you said it's something you still deal with. I think that's that's the that's the idea. Is it's um, you know if it's not sports or you know success. Um, you know, it can be a relationship with a girl or, you know, money. It can be a number of different things that shift our focus from Jesus, um, from his love. Um, and it's a daily, you know, it's kind of a daily, not struggle, but a daily challenge Mm. to kind of recenter ourselves around Jesus and, you know, not put our worth in, um, not put these other stuff on a platform um, that you know they don't deserve, and uh, so the athletes' Bible study was just a night where we could do it together. But it is mm-hmm. it is a, a daily um, challenge to kind of say, "Hey, Jesus is what's most important in my life. His love for me is the, the thing that makes me feel worthy, and uh, and that's what's important." Um, but yeah, I thought I I, I resonate with mm-hmm. everything you just said. Absolutely. Uh, one one other thing on on the Bible study is, I, I know a lot of people in college and you know young professionals challenge with the the social c- culture of of sports and especially at Stonehill and a lot of a lot of other you know I think it's quite similar with a lot of other colleges around the around the country. We tend to fall in these these routines that might not be super Christ like on you know on the weekends and falling into 
falling into loss, falling into, you know, just different ways that really aren't, really aren't, um, the best way to, to draw closer to God. Um, how do you think, how do you think people can, you know, what kind of advice do you have for people that are, that are, you know, that know that maybe this isn't the right, the right thing to be doing, but, um, feel like they're, they're kind of trapped in this, you know, this social, this social construct of, you know, this is what, what we have to do. Right. And that's, you know, and I think that's, that's a great question, Ty, that I think, um, you know, I really think there's, there's kind of two groups and this is how I've always, I've always seen it. Um, you know, there's, there's these people that are in college that, um, or these people of faith that, um, you know, are super into their faith. They will not sin, you know, they will, they, you know, they're trying at every moment to, um, you know, be faithful to God and everything. And so on Saturday nights, you won't find them out around mm. people. They'll, they'd be the ones in their room, either, you know, reading a book, reading their Bible or watching Netflix or something. They're totally, um, excluding themselves from everything out there that seemingly is not godly. Mm. Um, and I think the thing, and then the other group, you know, are the people that are out there and, you know, are just as firm in their faith, but, you know, might be doing things that might be leading them astray mm. from God at that moment. Um, but they are out there, they're around people, things like that. And the thing with the first group is, um, you know, one, I think you're missing out on relationships and opportunities for people to see Christ in you. Um, I'm a total believer in the, like this life has been made by God for us to enjoy Him and enjoy people around us, um, and that's that's what He's about. That love is a, is what the faith is all about. And so the person that's sitting in that room reading their Bible all night, you know, are they doing something wrong? No. Are they glorifying Christ and getting the most out of what He has for them in that moment? I don't know. Um, is that the most beneficial way to touch people? I don't know. Mm. And then you have the other group who is out and, you know, just as strong in their faith, but might not be doing things that um, are bringing them closer to God, that are uh, bringing God glory with through them. And so um, I think with those two groups of people, and, you know, there's people in between, but um, the main thing I always thought was, you know, and this is how everyone should feel is one, you're always, uh, everyone is a disciple. If you believe you are a disciple, someone who God is going to use to bring others to him, to shine his light through. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's kind of like, you know, you're always, um, not always on stage, but you're always, you know, there to, like in any moment God could use you. So, um, you know, there comes some responsibility with that and there comes some, um, you know, just maturity with that. Uh, but you should be thinking that way. Like, Hey, you know, God could use me tonight to just shine a light or give hope to someone who's around me. Um, and you know, if I'm, you know, way too drunk to do that, you know, I'm not bringing God glory. If I'm, you know, locked in my room, I'm not doing that either. And so, one, I would say, you know, be ready to sh- let God use you in each moment. Um, and then two, uh, you know, I always felt like I don't want to be doing things that are going to cause me to, 
um, stay put as far as um, where I am in my relationship with God. I wanted to be doing things that were going to um, help me continue to take steps forward um, and not take steps backwards. So, um, you know, there should be a lot of prayer and a lot of um, kind of communion in terms of talking to other people about, um, you know, what they think about having sex, what they think about um, drinking alcohol, um, and looking through scripture to find answers on that stuff. Um, because ultimately, you know, whether it's a Saturday night or a Wednesday night, like God is, um, on this journey with you and wants you, wants to use you and wants to draw closer to you. And so, um, you know, that should be, that should be your goal as, as a follower of Christ to, you know, allow those two things to still happen, whether it's a Saturday night or whether it's, you know, a Wednesday afternoon. So that would be the advice that I give to people, you know, make sure you're letting God shine his light through you and then make sure you're taking steps towards him and, and not steps away from him. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Carter. I, I really appreciate it. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation and, and definitely learned a lot myself. And, you know, when I, when I go back through the recording and, and, and um, type up the show notes, um, I'm sure it's, you know, there'll be other elements that are going to touch me as well. And, and, um, and for everyone out there that's listening, um, I know that they're going to um, benefit a lot from this, just just hearing this and and seeing and knowing that it's okay to question and it's okay to um, to not always have the right answer and to and to be vulnerable because God will work with us really at any time and and He will. Um, is there is there any final things that you that you want that you want to mention or discuss? Yeah, one Ty, like I wanted to just kind of. Um you know, say to you, like, you know, I'm thankful that you're starting this podcast. I know you started, uh, glue guys like us, you know, it's just a a place where, you know, guys could come together and do what we're doing right now kind of discuss and grow and question together, um, with the ultimate goal of drawing closer to Jesus. And, um, you know, this podcast is such a beautiful idea that, you know, anyone at any time can, be a part of the show or listen in on the show and question themselves. And, you know, we're all at different points in our walk and we're all come from different backgrounds and, you know, um, but there's, there's only one, one Jesus, one God. And, uh, this is just an awesome way, um, to do that together. And I think that's how God wants it to be. He wants us to, um, you know, lead one another, help one another, um, in this life and then on this walk as well. And so I just wanted to say, you know, hats off to you for starting this and I'm excited to see what happens with this and, you know, the great stories from people that are on here from all different walks of life. So I'm excited for this time. I really am. Thanks so much, Carter. I truly appreciate it. God bless you. Um, would you mind closing us out in prayer, uh, before we hop off? Yeah, absolutely. Um, dear Father God, we praise and worship your holy name, Lord. Um, God, we just thank you for who you are, for what you've done for each of us, uh, for how you are in each of our lives every day. Um, you're just so good, God. You're such a good God. Um, we pray that, you know, Lord, we all could continue to hear you, um, grow with you, whether through your word um, or through one another, Lord. We pray that um, you would continue to touch us and touch our hearts. Um, that you would lead us, um, 
and that you, we could just understand you better, understand your love for us, um, understand where you have us and, and where you're leading us to. Um, I'm thankful for this podcast, Lord. I pray that you would continue to bless Tyler, um, continue to you know have that fire burning inside him as it is, um, and just help all of us to um, you know follow in Tyler's footsteps and uh, kind of take advantage of um, the ways you're tugging on our hearts and and um, you know take action steps and in ways to know you better and um, to bring others to you. So I'm thankful for this. I pray that you would bless this podcast and the others that follow, Lord. We know you can do anything and everything in our lives. You are our God. You are our our, our true meaning of life. We are thankful for you, and we love you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks a lot, Carter. Uh, awesome. Thanks for having me, Todd. Of course. Have a good night. All right. I'll talk to you soon, bud.